Hey, this is Taylor Strickland. I'm one of the pastors at Second Baptist Church West Campus, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message teaches you, inspires you, and strengthens your faith. To learn more about a Second Students ministry, just check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Search Second Students West. Enjoy the podcast. this morning. Um, Hi, my name is Elisa, if you guys haven't met me yet. Um, I'm afraid of a lot of things. I'm just going to start off. I am scared of a lot of things. I'm scared of needles. Who else here is scared of things? Yeah, there's a lot of things in life that are scary. It's life, you know. Um, I'm scared of needles. I'm like terrified of needles. Like talking about it right now, I'm probably going to get a little flustered and flushed. Um, But like I faint every time I get a shot, every time I get my blood taken, I'll faint. And so I walk into the doctor's office and it's like, This whole ordeal, you guys can ask Nathan about it. I'm like, I walk in and I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm really scared of needles. Um, And then I say, okay, can you take me to a room that has like a bed so I can lie down when I get my shot? And I put my earphones in and I listen to music and it's like this calm ocean sounds. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And it's always like really bad before I get my shot and really bad after. But like during it, I'm like totally fine, very calm. I'm like, okay, it's happening. I'm fine. And I freak out after for some reason. I don't know. I'm really scared of the dark. Who else here is scared of the dark? Is that weird to be scared of the dark as an adult? Um, I was really scared of the dark as a kid. um, And so I would never go up the stairs alone. I'd have mom walk up before me, turn all the lights on. Um, And even still, when I walk in this room and it's like completely dark, I always like make sure to turn every single light on so that I can see everywhere I'm going. Like I can't walk around with a flashlight because I've listened to too much true crime for that. Like, I've heard too many stories of people just walking into dark rooms and, like, bad things happening. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to turn the light on. It's going to be fine. Um, And who here is scared of bugs? A lot of people. I'm not scared of most bugs. I'm fine with spiders. I'm okay with, like, all the creepy crawlies. Like, mosquitoes aren't fun, but I'm not scared of them, you know? But whenever I hear the, like, little (laughs) of cockroaches running across the walls and, like, when they fly, I just... So scary. I can't do it. Cockroaches freak me out. I still call my dad. He lives across the ocean, but I still call my dad whenever I see a cockroach because I'm like, I can't kill this. I can't kill this. Please get it for me. Like, I can't do this. Um, And so in the passage of scripture we'll be reading through today, God is encouraging Joshua to not be afraid, to be strong and courageous. And I'm sure you guys have heard this passage of scripture before. You've seen it at football games or it's everybody's favorite verse, but to be strong and courageous, and I was super convicted by it, um, especially this week, and I'll tell you a little bit more of why, but before we get that, I'll give you a little bit of context. So, we're going to be in Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9, but before that, um, two weeks ago, we read about idolatry. Who was here two weeks ago to hear about idolatry? Great. It was a really cool message. I I think idolatry, a lot of times we think it's so ancient, but it's so prevalent in culture today. And so we learned about idolatry and how in Leviticus, or in Deuteronomy, at the end of Deuteronomy, they were worshiping this idol. And so we heard that Moses was going to be, um, was going to have to die, and he will never set foot in the promised land and all of that. And so at the end of the section, when God told Moses that, he was going to die and be replaced by his successor, Joshua. And so... We see him dying at the age of 120, and we move right into our passage today where God is casting a vision to Joshua. So if you have your Bibles, go to Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. 
It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them, to the Israelites. And so he's straight up here. He is going right into the land. His successor died, and so God said, here's my plan for you. We're going to do this right away. In verse 3, it goes to say, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, to the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. That's the Mediterranean Sea. Um, No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's a huge thing that God is saying, I will never leave you or forsake you. He will be there till the very end. And verse 6, it goes to say, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not, let this me- do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will have prosperous, then you will be prosperous and successful. And then we end in verse 9, it sa- God says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so what, what are three things that we see God telling him? First, he gives him a promise. He says, okay, you're going to go do this thing. Um, you're going to fulfill what Moses could not fulfill. You're going into the Holy Land, and you're going to claim it and have a nation for the Israelites. And so he says, the way you're going to do this, there's three things that are going to be the way that you're going to do this. First, you're going to be strong and courageous. He said that three times. So normally in the Bible, when God says something three times to somebody, it's like, okay, I'm catching on. Like, you want me to be strong and courageous. So that's very important. He told him to obey the law and to meditate on the law. Those are the three things that he is asking Joshua to do. The rest, God says, I'm going to take care of this. This is going to be yours. I'm going to be with you every day of your life. And a lot of times when we read God's specific instructions from the Old Testament, we'll be like, oh, yeah, that's Old Testament. That's pre-Jesus. Like, that's instructions to Joshua. I don't really need to listen to those. And a lot of times, like, people take those verses out of context, and it's like, well, I can't use that verse because everybody's used it as their life verse, and it's out of context, and I'm not supposed to do this and that. Um, But I think what God is telling Joshua here can apply to all of us today. What When God gives us a vision, he doesn't want us to be afraid and not listen to the Bible, to not read the Bible. And so uh, he wants us to be strong and courageous. He wants us to obey the law, the Bible, and to meditate on the law and know God's word and be able to speak it into our life, into the lives of others, and to fully rely on him rather than to be scared, rather than to be afraid of small things, if it's bugs, spiders, (laughs) or big things, whether it's choosing what college you're going to or deciding who you want to date, or doing any of that stuff. And I know, especially this year, with COVID, with everything, we were so sure when COVID started and people started talking about it and nobody was wearing masks, we were so sure at one point 
that, oh, this is only going to be like three weeks, a month tops. It's going to be like, you know, swine flu, all that stuff. It passed by so quickly. This isn't going to be a thing. And so now a year and a half later, we're still in this, and there's still things that we're unsure of, uncertain of, still things that we're really scared of sometimes. And I, I don't know about you, but this passage of scripture this week was so needed for me. I, <laughs> I woke up every day this week, and I was like, okay, I'm teaching this in Bible study. What does God want me to learn from this? What does God need me to take from this? And every day of the week, I use this passage of scripture in my life, and it was a really hard week for me. Um, sorry if I get emotional. This Tuesday, uh, my parents texted me and they said, hey, we're in a bomb shelter. There's sirens going off all around us. And um, I know a lot of you know that I'm from Israel. Some of you don't. I grew up in Israel. My parents are still there. Um, and they're dealing with all these missiles flying into the country and all of this stuff going on. And it's all my friends from my childhood, all my family from my childhood, all these people that meant so much to me, whether it's Palestinians or Jews, or it doesn't matter who, they are all feeling so much pain, they're all suffering, they're all dealing with so much heartache. And this week, God was reminding me to be strong and courageous, because even back in 2014, there were some missiles, there was some war going on back my senior year of high school. And I was, I was okay, I was scared a little bit, but I was fine, because I knew that my parents were okay. I knew that whatever happened, I was with my parents through it all. And so this time, I'm over here in America, and my parents are all the way on the other side of the world. And it's scary. It's really scary to know that my parents might not be safe at any moment. They might not be okay. They feel the ground shaking because there's missiles falling close by, and it's really hard and really scary. On Thursday, my, my cat, this is a little bit less emotional, but my cat got in a fight. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going <laughs> from missiles to fights, but my cat got in a fight in the backyard, and it was, it was really scary. It was like midnight, and I looked at her, and she had like a blood teardrop coming from her eye, and I was like, oh my gosh. So I grabbed her, and I like ran to my car. I left Nathan behind. I was like, forget you. I'm taking my cat to the hospital. So I went to the, I went to the animal hospital, and Nathan was like in the car behind me, <laughs> and um, we went there, and everything was fine. It was totally fine, but I was like crying the whole time. I was really emotional. I was like, this is my first cat. I killed her. Every time I look at her, and I'll see one eye, I'll be like, that was my fault, and so... <laughs> Um, my cat got in a fight. That was scary. That was this past Thursday. Um, and on Friday, I found out that, I, I know I, I've told you guys about my pie ladies, the ladies in Virginia that make the best pie in the world. Um, but there was an older lady. She was 104. Her name was Miss Mary. Um, she just passed this past Thursday, and I found out on Friday. And so that was kind of scary. And there's a lot of things that went on that I was like, you know what, God is calling me to be strong. He's calling me to be courageous. And I just kept on repeating that verse in my mind because God gave us that verse. He gave us that word. He, he might have told it specifically, um, he might have told it specifically to um, Joshua, but we get that word as well. He gave us the scripture so we could use it in our life and we can be enriched by it. And I'm not telling you all these stories Sorry, I'm not telling you all these stories about these hard things, these scary things happening in my life because I want you to feel bad for me or I want you to feel sorry for me. I'm telling you those because I know you guys have some of those stories in your life. You guys have scary moments of maybe a pet um, being in a really bad situation or losing a family member, losing somebody who means the world to you. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's any of these things that are so scary in this world. 
God, God gave us this world, and it's a beautiful world, but it's broken. And we deal with things that are scary, and we deal with things that are hard. There's death, there's pain, there's war. These, all, all these things in life are so scary. But just like Joshua, just like Joshua, we have a God-ordained uh, purpose in our life. We have a purpose in our life to know God and to make God known. And sometimes that's, that's not like going and creating a whole new nation out of nothing, but sometimes it can feel harder. Sometimes it can feel scarier to talk to your friends. Sometimes it can be scarier to talk to God about all the hard things in your life. And God made Joshua promise. And all he was asking was for Joshua to be strong and to be courageous. And God was going to take care of the rest. God was going to be faithful to take care of the rest. And so this past Thursday, um, I was at Movement. I heard Candace speaking to the young adults and the college-age students um, about the passage of Abraham and Isaac. I saw a couple of you there. It was a really good message. Um, and I can give you guys the Spark Notes version if you haven't grown up in the church and you don't know about Abraham and Isaac. Abraham was 100 years old, um, and he had this son. He had been wanting a son for so long, and he had this son. God gave him a son. Um, and a few, later, a few years later, he asked him to sacrifice him, to sacrifice Isaac. And then Abraham took him up. He was going to sacrifice him to God, but then an angel stopped him. And so I was reminded of the importance of faith in God. I was reminded in knowing that God knows our story from the beginning to the end. And Esther, in the Bible, Esther didn't know that the Jewish nation was going to be saved, but still she put herself out there and she dressed up and she asked the king to allow the Jewish people to be saved. Noah didn't know that the flood was going to end. He didn't know for a fact. God said it, but sometimes we lose that faith. We lose that feeling in knowing that God has it. And God knows the beginning of our stories and the end of our stories. And we'll go into those stories reading them because we've read them our whole lives if we grew up in the church. Or we've been reading them for the past few months if we haven't. And we'll know the end of the story, so we'll be like, oh, I know it's going to be fine. I know the end of it. Like, whenever I read books, I always read the last page first. Don't judge me. I'm that kind of person. But we don't know the end of the story in our lives right now. And we just need to have faith that God has it. And so I thought about the story of Abraham. And he was willing to give up Isaac, his only son, the thing he loved most in this world, because he knew that God was going to take care of him, and he knew that God loved Isaac way more than Abraham could ever love Isaac. And so looking at that and thinking about my parents being back in Israel, my parents being back in a place where there's war, where there's missiles, where they can't go out to coffee because they have to stay in their bomb shelter because there's missiles going off outside. And I thought, God loves my parents so much more than I could ever love them. And I think that's something so hard to say because I love my parents so much. But I need to realize that everything that God has given me, everything good, that he loves it more, and that if he asks me to sacrifice and I love him, I need to be able to sacrifice. And I know we talked about idolatry and putting things above God, and sometimes we put good things above God. Sometimes we put our parents above God. Sometimes we put our loved ones above God, and we're like, I could never lose this person. But God has a plan. God loves them more than you ever could. And I, I think just taking from this story is we need to be strong and courageous and have faith in God to know 
that he has our lives in his hands. He has the lives of our family in his hands. He has the lives of or all the fear that we have. He knows the outcome of our story. And so I need to be strong and I need to be courageous to continue living out his story in my life.